Welcome to Convos from the Couch by Life Stance Health, where leading mental health professionals help guide you on your journey to a healthier, more fulfilling life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Convos from the Couch by Life Stance Health. I'm Nicolette Lianza, and on this episode, I'm excited to be speaking with Dr. Anisha Patel-Dunn, our LifeStance Chief Medical Officer, and we'll be talking about birthing parent mental health. So welcome, Dr. Patel-Dunn. Great to have you back on. Thanks so much, Nikki. Glad to be here. Now, a quick statistic I want to share is according to the World Health Organization, Almost one in five birthing parents were experienced a mental health condition during pregnancy or in the year after the birth. And the symptoms of these conditions can vary widely. So I'm really glad to have this conversation with you, Dr. Patel Dunn, to talk about the importance of the mental health of the birthing parents. So thank you again. Let's begin. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at LifeStance. Sure. I'm the chief medical officer here at LifeStance Health. I am a, a board-certified adult psychiatrist, and I oversee clinical quality and clinical compliance here as one of my main roles at LifeStance and supporting all the uh, best practices of all the work we do here and all our service lines. Of course, bread and butter is outpatient mental health, but that encompasses all of our clinicians, our like psychologists, master's level therapists, psychiatrists, and advanced big job, big job. Lots, lots that I'm sure you're coordinating and navigating for sure. Yeah, and it sounds like one of your specialty is birthing parent mental health. Can you tell us a little bit about how that came to be for you? This has been something that has always been a special area of interest and focus for me. When I was training, there were very few kind of specialty fellowships in this area. However, in my last year of training, I actually mentored and spent quite a bit of time in OBGYN as well as psychiatry with this overlap of birthing parents around perinatal issues. And of course, actually, I do want to add also just reproductive health issues as well. So anywhere along from PMS going into PMDD, premenstrual dysphoric disorder, all the way to issues with fertility, infertility, and um, into perimenopause and menopause. Which I'm going to joke, that's where I'm at in the end of my (laughs) cycle. Not that everyone needed to know that, but this is one of those important topics for sure. So anyways, with that being said... What is birthing parent mental health and why is it important for both the parent and the child? It's it's really focusing around that pregnancy time period. So before, and even as I think about fertility and fertility, I think about that time period where birthing parents are going through the process of trying to get pregnant as well as during the pregnancy and then that time period after pregnancy too, when they've come home with a newborn. And so there, there's a lot of focus here because I think that there's a lot of areas, it's a lot of need in that area. Yeah, it's a vulnerable time for That's birthing That's a great parents. word, right? A vulnerable time. And I don't know if everyone recognizes that with what a vulnerable time that can be. So I'm glad you emphasized that. Yeah. So- and with my work, one of the things I do want to highlight is it's so important to also include the other partner or partners involved or caretakers 
throughout the journey. So not only as they're considering inception, so to speak, becoming pregnant, but then throughout the pregnancy and even critical to having some discussions before birth to recognize what to look out for, signs and symptoms, because oftentimes the other caretakers involved with the infant can be quite critical in, in making sure that the intervention is is happening when needed. Oh, very important point to make note of, for sure. So can you tell us what some common mental health concerns that birthing parents may face during pregnancy and after childbirth? So we do know that Birthing parents who have a history, depression or anxiety, especially prior to becoming pregnant, are more vulnerable to having that come up during pregnancy and even postpartum. And there's a lot of hormonal changes going on, a lot of lifestyle changes as well. And so that's a very vulnerable time. And so we do know that if anyone has a pre-existing condition, a pre-existing sort of mental health condition. Of course, I want to think about, but just really, we know any kind of depression, right. umbrella and anxiety, that's something to be really thoughtful of and mindful. Right, very mindful of. And I think that's a key point that maybe a birthing parent might not recognize that if they've already maybe trying to navigate symptoms of anxiety or depression or OCD, or you name it, that they need to be mindful of after they give birth, we might see a flourishing of those symptoms come about too. I think that's a little bit of what you're highlighting there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And then just recognizing the sort of the gamut of symptoms. So when Mm -hmm. we think of depression, there, there are basics of feeling sad or low mood for most of the day throughout the day for a few weeks. But there's also this lack of interest or pleasure in things that you used to enjoy, not getting pleasure out of things that you used to apathy in a way to describe. And the anxiety, I think one of the biggest ways that creeps up is through sleep Mm. and insomnia. So really thinking about that, not to mention that just speaking from my own experience of being a birthing parent, the first trimester there, you can feel a lot of symptoms that mimic what I would say are depression or a depressive yeah. episode yeah. Uh, just from the hormonal changes and the nausea that often comes for people, fatigue, mm-hmm. the real fatigue and lethargy. And so that's where it's really critical to recognize if you have a predisposition to really be aware of that and let people, your loved ones that are surrounding you know that as well. Very important. Again, the support around you, if you can make them aware, then all the more can they be supportive as you're trying to navigate it and be aware of it too. So what are some common treatments for birthing parent mental health disorders? Yeah. So of course, psychotherapy is a very common treatment. I think that if certainly if you were in therapy, individual therapy prior to becoming pregnant, that would not be a time to stop. Right, exactly. Exactly. But, but even for people that have never done therapy, I do think that individual psychotherapy can be very helpful. And having a licensed mental health professional help you navigate some of your symptoms and your emotions around what's happening to your body and just what's to come in your life. Oftentimes, medication can be helpful Mm. as well. And so that's Mm. something to really think about making sure you're talking with your OBGYN, but also with having a low bar to reach out to have a psychiatric evaluation for medications. Mm. And oftentimes, depending on your OBGYN, there 
they can be comfortable prescribing medications as well, but people may often feel comfortable having a formal psychiatric evaluation to see as it's a critical time, of course, and people worry about any impact on baby, on the infant. So just recognizing that there are medications that can be helpful that are really quite safe during pregnancy. And that's the key. I think sometimes people don't recognize that, that there are some that are key that that can be helpful and not harmful during the pregnancy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so that's good. I also want to make note too, as we're talking about mental health disorders, and you mentioned this, how it can run the gamut. I think often you, we hear about postpartum depression and often postpartum anxiety, but you know that could be postpartum obsessive compulsive disorder, postpartum psychosis and things like that. So I, I think as you're sharing, it runs the gamut. There really are more than just what we assume is just postpartum depression or something like that. So I'm glad you emphasized that as well. So. Yes. Yeah, and of note, I do want to recognize or acknowledge that medication throughout pregnancy and even in the postpartum can be quite helpful in preventing things from getting worse. So a postpartum psychosis is a true medical emergency and can be really detrimental to birthing parent as well as child. And so that is something I think that we have to, I just wanted to make note of. Yeah, no, I appreciate you did. Like that, that is something that is very, a serious disorder going. And oftentimes maybe loved ones or the person themselves might not recognize what is happening, that this is psychosis. And that could be very, uh, obviously very scary. Of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. So so I'm glad we're making note of that for sure here. Now shifting gears a bit, if we're looking at parenting as our children grow a little bit older and how stressful that can be. Can you give us some tips of how birthing parents can help or just parents in general or just caregivers or loved ones, you name it, and help manage their mental health and their stress as absolutely. older? Yes, yes, please. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I think what no, one note I want to make is as we have seen, as we see, continue to see the impact of COVID and yeah. what that has done, there's really a kind of stunting of developmental phases of childhood through mm-hmm. adolescence and even into young adulthood. And so just wanting to recognize that parenting it is difficult, I think, throughout. And my father would say he continues to feel that <laughs> it can be taxing on his time, let's say. So even well into adulthood, of course. But I do think recognizing that different phases of childhood mm-hmm. development can be important. So the birthing parent, it's not just the critical time during prenatal, postnatal, but at different milestones. And I do think as we have seen with COVID, that's the impact of those who maybe have lost a year or two, depending on where they live in the country and how COVID impacted their schooling. But, you know, the transitional periods between grade school and middle school, middle school and high school, high school and college, college and just entering the workforce or going to grad school. So those are critical times. And I do think that recognizing that birthing parents can play a critical role in modeling so that right. really the destigmatization of mental health and mental illness we are seeing that should continue that talking about having your own struggles regardless of whether they may have met criteria for you to need some help but just being open about it and recognizing that there is help right. and and I think that's so important and I do I always I know I have shared in different 
forums, I have two daughters, a uh, fifth grader and sixth grader. And my fifth grader has really struggled with separation anxiety, which had started really as a more seen from going to grade school, starting in grade school. But I know with COVID, she really got accustomed to being at home and she almost right. had a second bout of that when she had to go back to I school. Bet. So right. that's just something to note that I'm always quite sensitive about mm-hmm. that with her and recognizing mm-hmm. that she may be more conditioned to anxiety in general. And then right. this real chicken and egg phenomenon that oftentimes untreated anxiety or anxiety in general can lead to depression or depressive right. episodes. And they can go back and forth. So important to recognize. Yeah, very important to recognize. And thank you for sharing that too, to make people aware that can be a chicken and the egg kind of a thing. So Mm -hmm. thank you. Any other takeaways you'd like to share? I would just love to share that this is something that is so important. And and so really reminding people, don't hesitate to reach out. If you are struggling, reaching out to have an appointment and evaluation with a licensed mental health clinician can be so helpful. And not only we here at LifeStance, but I think our colleagues in the field across the country have really tried to make it as easy as possible, being able to have this hybrid model of doing virtual appointments and even coming into the office. And if you're lost, you can always reach out to your primary care clinician to get referrals, just so so many different things. But that the take home here is early intervention is so important. And so just recognizing that pivotally too, with these hormonal changes that happen throughout the birthing parent's life, recognizing those are critical time periods. I agree. And I think the emphasis here is ask for help. If you're feeling like you're struggling a bit, it's okay to reach out and ask for help for sure. So thank you again, Dr. Patel Dunn, for sharing your knowledge on this very important topic. We'd love to have you back on. Anytime. Thanks so much.